Hey everybody, just before you get into the podcast for this episode uh, for Superman, uh, I did need to mention that in between recording the episode and releasing this episode, which for you would be today, the release of the episode, but in between those two points in time, which is now when I'm recording this, uh, Richard Donner unfortunately did pass away. Of course, Christopher Reeve, uh, Superman himself, uh, had already passed away before. Uh, all of that happened so just want to say rest in peace to both of them I think it would be a bit strange if I entirely left that out and didn't mention the fact that the director of this film and of course the starring man himself Christopher Reeve passed away Uh, so that happened after of course Richard's passing did happen after I recorded but now that I'm going through and scheduling all these uh, classic reviews episodes uh, I thought I would just add this on to the episode as well Uh, so thanks to both of them for their work um and i just needed to mention that and rest in peace to both of them so i just needed to put that in here and um there you go with with that but thanks everybody for listening to this and uh please enjoy the rest of this uh episode welcome to classic reviews it's entertainment talks podcast for classic television shows video games and films i'm your host matthew and this is for season 5 episode 2 which is for the 1978 film Superman starring one Christopher Reeve as Superman uh, directed by Richard Donner released on the 13th of December 1978 at least for the UK might have been different for the US Uh, music composed by John Williams very very good score for this film a box office of 300 0.5 0.5 million US dollars and a budget of 55 million so didn't didn't perform as as big as what films do now but obviously the 70s were a different time as were the 80s and 90s and whatever um films back then didn't quite m- always make as much as you know films these days do which is what six seven eight hundred million maybe a billion uh if, you, if you're making a disney film um but yeah, it made a lot of it, or it made its money back and then made quite a lot on top of that, which is very good. There is four of these films, I think, with Christopher Reeve. Um, there's lots that I want to get into here as well, including uh, Christopher Reeve himself and kind of his legacy as Superman, which is very much talked about. But I want to get into my opinion on the film first. So this has got, just to kind of read these scores out a little bit, these don't mean too much, but it says here IMDB has got a rating of 7.3 out of 10, Metacritic 80% and then Rotten Tomatoes 94%. So average to pretty good depending on which one you're looking at. I think this film's alright, I think it's good, I think it's got some quite weak moments but then it's also got some moments that I really did quite enjoy. Um, I don't love it, I don't hate it, I just think it's kind of middle of the road pretty good and going into this film, because uh, you've always got to kind of judge uh, a TV show, game or film based off of your expectations going into something, you know, are you not look, looking forward to it, are you kind of middle of the road, are you really really excited for something, I kind of went into this film thinking like, okay I know it's going to look really old, have some old effects, the flying of Superman is going to look a bit weird and whatever. Um, I actually think for a film from the 70s that this holds up quite well actually. Uh, not like incredible but I expected it to be worse um, than uh, like in, term- in terms of the like effects and uh, the way the film actually looked. I expected it to look worse because uh, this is from the 70s so it's, it, it's quite old. Uh, but no I think it all holds up relatively well. Does it look incredible and amazing? No obviously not, not up to today's you know 2021 standards but i wasn't expecting that either uh the writing at times i do feel is quite off um 
the actual character of Superman in here, played by Christopher Reeve, I think is quite good. Uh, I do like him both as uh, Clark Kent and as Superman. I think he does a very, very good job. Um, the other cast, uh, Lois Lane, she's played quite well. Um, I quite like her in this film. There's no other characters that really kind of stand out to me. I mean, Jor-El in this film at the start, I think it's Jor-El. Um, yeah, Jor-El rockets his infinite son to safety on Earth. Yeah, because obviously you've got, you've got the... Uh, origin story of this film as well so um that's he's he's all right in this film i mean he's not in very much of it but you know he's in kind of the origin story and 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 that sort of thing at the start i think this film's a little bit too long um i think if you could cut it down to uh two hours well you're not going to now obviously but at the, at the time if it was cut down to two hours um and you could just take certain scenes out certain scenes that just eh they just meh they don't really work um quite so well uh one big weak point for me in this film is lex luther um now it's not a fault of the actor i just don't think that lex luther is very interesting the most interesting the, a couple of the most interesting elements to me in this film is obviously superman himself christopher reeve as superman lois lane is a big highlight here and his relationship with lois lane um i i liked all of those things in this film um i'm looking forward to seeing superman two three and four as well to see kind of where they take um all of those sorts of things and uh how that kind of develops over time and things and seeing over the years um like visually and like cinematography sort of wise like the, the look of this film and everything if that gets better or evolves now like i said i do think that that was actually a lot better than what i was expecting maybe it's because my expectations for that side of things were quite low but as time goes on, you know, as these films... So yeah, I'm interested to see how that kind of develops as these films continue. Because uh, I'll probably have Superman 2 in Season 6 of Classic Reviews. So uh, look out for that next year. Whenever that's going to be, I don't quite know yet. But uh, look out for that in the future. Um, so yeah, I, I quite enjoyed the the main characters here. Um... Jimmy Olsen, I think is yeah the the other reporter that's in this film. He's fine. I mean the the scene where uh, Superman's kind of saving everybody was um, was quite cool. Uh, just to point out a couple of scenes that I really really liked because the scenes that I didn't like particularly are ones that like I'll remember very much. Um, which I mean if I kind of sweep them to the side and kind of forget about them, uh, I can just sort of focus on the scenes that I did like. So the long sequence where Superman is kind of fixing everything because the, the water from the dam or whatever and um everything else kind of breaking and, and that sequence of events i quite like that that was quite good and him saving jimmy um from the the dam wall and, and all that kind of thing that was good uh, i quite liked the night that lois spends with superman i suppose uh uh, him kind of flying her around and everything and like when he when he drops her and stuff and obviously picks her up again that's quite cool um when the helicopter crashes with lois in in there and uh he kind of you know picks her up and then picks the helicopter up i thought that was cool what i thought he was going to do was obviously you know he's kind of hugging or holding lois what i thought he was going to do is wait for the helicopter to, to drop below him um grab the what are they actually call like the legs of the helicopter whatever the thing that the helicopter balances on i thought he was gonna hold that below him and kind of dangle it but no he actually just like holds it and pushes it up so uh, i thought that was quite good that was that was the first kind of big superman scene in this as well um so those are some of the, the scenes that i like some of those are quite long scenes as well 
Um, I wanted to also bring a different kind of opinion to this as well. I don't know... I mean, I don't know actually a lot of the opinion around this film. I know the opinion around Christopher Reeve himself as Superman, which is a, lot, a lot of people consider him to be the best one. And, uh, you know, I, I quite like him so far from, from this first film. Um, we'll see how that develops with the other with the other three. Uh, there's two things I want to talk about next, though. The first, um, I kind of think Lois should have died in this film. Because when you've got all this, like, you know, the water's breaking everything and the the, the electrical plant or whatever um, is uh, not the electrical plant. The the place with the electricity where it's all going, where it's all going mad, that whole sequence of, of events and Superman kind of turns the power off and that sort of thing. Um, it sets a sense of stakes when Lois dies and Superman actually gets quite um, annoyed about that. The interesting part for me with that as well, Lois kind of, well, she does die, doesn't she? Uh, and then Superman gets angry, flies off into the sky, and sort of hears his dad talk to him and, and all that kind of thing. It's interesting because both then and I think as he is being flung towards Earth in the really spiky pod. I don't know why that thing had spikes on it. It, it looked kind of ridiculous. But anyway, um, his father says to him twice, you cannot change human events. I kind of hope that there's a little bit of... Um, consequence for that in the second film i mean i I haven't seen any of these films obviously i I don't know what's going to happen but i do hope there's a little bit of a consequence for that because it was kind of like okay before you get to earth you've got a warning that okay you can't change like human events or whatever such as rewinding time flying around the earth and that kind of thing and then lois dies he changes the events makes her survive um I kind of want there to be a consequence of that. So th- there's either two ways you can take that for me. Either you have her die in this first film. And then in the second film you kind of find a way for I don't know, Superman to kind of move on from that. Or, or find some sort of I don't know, some other consequence maybe or, or something. Or you do what probably is going to happen. Um, I mean it's, it's funny to talk about talk about a film from like the 70s and the 80s that uh, everyone knows what's happened but, but but I don't um to see like okay he changed the course of events he literally saved somebody's life and there should be some consequences for that in the second film so we'll see how that kind of how that works out hi there and thanks very much for listening today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on Amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right-hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us 
of your favourite TV show or film, but it's one per month, so one TV show or film review per month, it's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose, or of course if it's a film, we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier, that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Um, so that that was that was pretty much what I wanted to say about that. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, kind of longer term, with Christopher Reeve. Um, a lot of people said that uh, he had some sort of um, I think it was like a back injury or or something. I've just heard for so long that they had plans for more Superman films, but he got injured and he couldn't sort of do it. The thing I don't quite understand about that now, maybe there's something more going on with that in in the fourth Superman film. I've always heard for the longest time about like, oh, it's a shame they couldn't make more Superman films with him because of his injury and 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 whatever else. He did get four films, um, and if they are about two hours each, there's still quite a good chunk of content for for Superman. I mean, if I'm to compare that with like, let's say the um, Ben Affleck as Batman, right? Did did Batman v Superman? Did uh, Justice League? And he had a cameo in Suicide Squad. Whatever. There probably won't ever be, unless things really change over the next couple of years, or I don't know, something like that. We'll probably, we probably won't get a solo Ben Affleck Batman film, so we will never get to see, really, like the full, like even any kind of trilogy with, with Ben Affleck's Batman. Uh, I mean, what we've got is pretty much what we've got, apart from whatever's going to come out in the Snyder Cut. This will be getting released after the Snyder Cut comes out, by the way, I'm recording it before it's come out, so the Snyder Cut will have already been released when this podcast comes out, because it comes out in March. And uh, this won't get released until at least June sometime. Um, But yeah, as of at the moment, that film hasn't come out. But yeah, Um, it's interesting to see a situation like that where Ben Affleck didn't really get to fulfill any of that potential as Batman because he simply didn't get a solo film or a solo trilogy. Whereas with Christopher Reeve, and all I've heard over the last several years is like, hey, we wish we could have kind of done more for him. And maybe there was just more plans for, I don't know, a five and a six or, or something like that for Superman. But... You did get four films. It's not like we didn't have Christopher Reeve Superman content. You got four films worth of it there. But I don't know. Maybe I'll understand that sort of statement or sentiment a little bit more once I've seen all four films. Or maybe even when I've seen the next one. I don't know. Uh, Maybe there was plans that got scrapped or or whatever. But I've always found that kind of interesting. How there was some complaints about not seeing more of him. But you already had four films worth worth of that character. So overall I relatively enjoyed my time with this. I enjoyed the time with the scenes that I liked. With the other scenes that are just throwaway and I don't even really remember. Um, that's where the, kind of the disappointment comes in here for me. But I'm not disappointed by the film. I'm just disappointed by parts of it. Um, I'm disappointed as well with this film in um, pacing-wise as well. Because this to me has got the same... It's interesting because this is from you know 1978. And uh, you've got the 2013 Man of Steel film. Uh, Henry Cavill's debut and currently only Superman film. Again, that may change at some point later. But not at the moment. Um, I've got the same pacing problems with both films, which is it takes too long to get to Superman. In this film, it takes about... Superman's first action scene is, I think, an hour and ten minutes in, because I I looked at the timer when he flies to the helicopter and saves Lois, 
And I think the time for when he goes to the Fortress of Solitude and you see him change to his suit, that's about 20 minutes before that, 10 or 20 minutes before that. So around about an hour mark or just before that. Man of Steel, from what I remember, I saw that film a couple of months ago. Um, Henry Cavill takes 45 minutes to suit up, from what I remember. So it's almost the same amount of time. It's less time for Man of Steel, but... It just takes a little bit too long to like, okay, his parents died and then he gets flung to Earth and then he gets new, you know, foster parents and all that and uh, gets adopted. But then they teach him kind of the, the good ways of life and or how to be, you know, good and, and that sort of thing. He gets those those kind of lessons. But it's it's weird that though, I mean, both of these films are origin films, obviously, for Superman. So maybe that's why I've got the same issue with it. But it's almost the same amount of time that it takes. Now, Man of Steel is two they're almost the same length of time both films as well so it's quite interesting how how almost quite evenly they they do line up i know it's slightly different for how long the, the both films are and how long it takes them both to sort of suit up but it's quite similar and um you know i get it it's an origin story you don't want to rush through it but maybe you could do it a little bit quicker than that um so yeah that's just that's 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 my only real sort of overall problem with the film is is the pacing again but you know it's from the 70s so what can you do uh something else i wanted to mention when when i actually googled the film and looked it up um it says here three hours and eight minutes i did hear for a long long time that there is i don't know if it is for it must be for this film because it's google's listing it as longer and the film that i just watched was two hours 26 minutes something like that um, that there's like a Richard Donner cut of this film. I don't know if like I should need to watch that or if that is meant to be significantly better. Again, I'm not disappointed by the films. This isn't like a Justice League situation where uh, somebody else takes over the film and then just turns it into a mess. And then of course you get the Snyder cut that's coming out. It's not that situation for me. Um, like I'm perfectly fine with with what I've got for this film. But I did I have heard for a long time about like the Richard Donner cut and how that's different and and that kind of thing um i didn't know if it was for this film or for one of the other four films the, the other three films sorry so i'm not sure but uh anyway i got what i got and um i am relatively okay with with what that is so we shall see uh but yes i'll i'll watch the second one for classic review season six that'll be at some point next year um i am gonna watch um another superman film for this this year's um or this season of classic review so look out for that in a later episode of the season i think that will be around episode six or seven roughly depending on how the planning goes for all this um but yeah overall i liked it thought it was good um there could be some improvements made but i feel like if i'm too judgmental of a film from the 70s then that's just a bit silly because you know different very very different time now to to what to you know the comic book films that we've got of today uh, and i knew that going in i knew that this film kind of would would be very different in that kind of way but overall i enjoyed the performances i thought like i said christopher reeve was great as superman and as clark kent um so yeah there we go. Uh, but what did you think of the film from the 70s, which is uh, Superman 1, the Christopher Reeves first film? Uh, let me know what you think, um, and let me know of uh, my comments and, and all that sort of thing. Uh, just let me know what you think anyway. Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. Um, yeah, just one, just one, this isn't me like moaning or anything. There's one last little comment I kind of wanted to make. The pod that they do put um, 
uh, Clark in, I guess his name is Kal-El or whatever, um, like his Krypton name or something. Um, why is it like a spiky ball? <laughs> they put him into this pod thing, and uh, you see it get flung towards Earth. You see this like red stuff coming towards um, Krypton, and obviously the pod's going away. They want to send their son because obviously they're all about to get killed, and they want to send their son away to Earth. And everything. Um, but why has it got like spikes on it? What was what was up with that design? Um, I'm uh, I'm curious about that. So again, you know, 70s stuff. It might have been different back then. But uh, I just thought that was quite interesting. Not a not a normal looking sort of pod. <laughs> Definitely. So um, yeah. But anyway, uh, that's what I've got for you for this episode of Classic Reviews. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, you can find everything that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United's podcast as well. Uh, look out for episode three of Classic Reviews next week. Um, I'm probably going to do that one today actually as well, and you'll see what that one is for. Um, so look out for that as well. Um, David should still be doing his uh, TV and film news over on Geektown, geektown.co.uk, and Geektown Radio. Um, so keep your eyes out for that. Uh, Geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio, Geektown Radio is on Tuesdays, so head over to there for your up-to-date, reliable TV and film news. Uh, Beck streams daily at the moment over on Twitch. Check her out over there, Trista Bites, Trista B Y T E S. Go and give her a follow over on Twitch and catch her streams. I stream sometimes as well over on Twitch. Uh, eTalk UK. If you want to get involved over there, uh, if you if you'd like to support Entertainment Talk on the podcast, uh, we do have our Patreon page. You can check out the one dollar and three dollar level tiers for ad-free podcast and review options. Uh, word of mouth and social media and stuff. Same thing basically. Uh, just tell people that you know about the content that we've got either through word of mouth or social media facebook twitter facebook groups whatever you would like to use thanks for listening and i'll catch you next time goodbye